Hey everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poli and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 35 and this week's question is, how do you deal with the fear of failure? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. If you enjoyed the episode, please give it a like. Okay, so we're talking failure. Great topic, always fun. And Very so- cheery. <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> We're getting into winter. I think depressing topics are great for that. Oh, perfect. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) How I deal with fear of failure. Hmm. Suggest I actually deal with it, but we'll go. We'll go ahead anyway. Since I suffer from quite bad anxiety, it's typical for me to run through worst case scenarios regarding failure and everything else. And strangely enough, this actually helps me. For most people with anxiety who do this, it's not always a a good thing because you can't constantly overthinking overthinking and you can stress yourself out but in this situation once I know how bad the failure could be I'm able to prepare myself for it can't do that with a lot of other things but I can with this sort of thing especially when it connects to my writing and then I have a better idea of how I will deal with it if it happens which often it doesn't because that's the whole point isn't it failure we have this fear that it's going to hit us and you know, nine times out of ten, we don't actually get hit with the, the failure we assume is going to happen. But it's good to plan ahead. I then like to try and keep myself motivated by considering best case scenarios. And I have to say that does usually take a lot more effort. Worst case always comes up easier, but, you know, I do try with the best. And that helps me to keep going and keep moving forward, which I think is the most important part. You know, as someone else who suffers from anxiety, I can totally relate to that. Uh, it's so easy to get stuck in this loop where you're just constantly overthinking the worst case scenario about your books and your art and just anything in general. So I do like that it actually helps you because you can prepare for the worst case scenario if it happens. I've actually never really tried doing that before and maybe I'll have to use that as a coping mechanism the next time it happens to me. But Usually what I do when I start thinking I'm going to suck at something or something's not going to work out, I define what the word success means to me because Mm. everyone has their own vision of what success is, whether they want to become rich or they want to be an inspiration to others, or it can be something as simply as just doing your best, which I think somewhat, which I think everyone should strive for regardless. You should always do your best. So With that said, I kind of try to picture where I want to be and make steps for myself on how to get there. And one way I do that is if I get stuck, I'll look up positive affirmations, usually on Pinterest, because Pinterest is like the best place ever to look for that stuff. And I'll remind myself what my success is and what I want it to be and try to remember that I am right where I need to be and that nothing happens overnight. I like that because by, by sort of not only defining the success for yourself, because, you know, I think that's an important point because a lot of people are like, this is what success is. It's like, well, that might be somebody else's success. If you can't get to that immediately because of your situation or whatever, then you need smaller steps. You need different steps. And then the fact you said you like to remind yourself of the success, that's almost an affirmation in itself, isn't it? It's kind of constantly making you stay focused on where you want to be and what you're doing, which is really good. Thank you. <laughs> And I'd like to point out, we are not sponsored by Pinterest, despite the fact we seem to bring it up every episode. (laughs) Someday, though, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, we we would always happily take on a a, a Pinterest sponsor. Always. Pinterest, if you're listening, think about it. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> sort of moving on in a different tack regarding the fact that everyone has their own vision of success i like to remind myself that everyone fails and i don't mean that in some nasty kind of looking at everyone going ah you're all fa- you all fail at different times and, and my using it to put myself up not at all that is not what i do instead it's more that you understand you are not alone you are not the only person who fails that the successes that you see the big time authors the big time authors that you might want to emulate they will have failed we've all read stories of some of the biggest names being rejected again and again and again and it's important to remember that because otherwise you can get trapped in this well i want that what they've got and you know it's never going to happen and i'm keep i keep failing and it's like they failed too they just pushed through it they just kept going and i think reminding yourself that you're just in a, at a different point in your journey than what they are if that's what if you're looking towards some of the bigger names if you're looking towards published authors and you're thinking that's where i want to be it's like that's great but you you know you're, you're starting at a different place it's going to take time. You may have to go a different route than they did. It's okay. And yeah, you are going to have failures, but it's not the end of the world. It is always going to be a learning experience if you choose to use it like that. And we all go through it. And I honestly, I find that realizing that you aren't alone in those failing experiences, it really helps. And I think the writing community is good for that. Because if you reach out on Twitter and you talk about failures, you will often find a lot of other writers rushing and going, oh, me too. I've done that. This is how I dealt with it. Oh my God, I did the same thing. And you learn from each other. You might avoid some mistakes because another writer who went through something, made a mistake, told you what they did, and then you avoided it because of that information so if you make a mistake if you have a failure talk about it because it might help somebody else and in the end we are a community and we should be helping each other it's true everyone does fail we fail at a lot of things i don't know about you but i fail at what at walking on a daily basis i'm constantly tripping over my feet (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh you know you do it too (laughs) i do i do it's just funny that i was like we seem so similar and how how often we're doing the same thing (laughs) but as you said it it is a learning experience and you do need to take into account that everyone fails and i personally use that as my advantage which sounds totally mean but i if i start fearing that i'm going to fail i will take a look at other people's failures using writers as an example as ari you just said some famous authors, they weren't always famous authors. They struggled to write their books just like we do. They faced hardships in their life as well. And not every book they've written has been published or well-received by readers. So you need to understand that this is normal and you're totally not alone. Uh, Sarah Dessen, she's a, a YA author, and she posted a picture on her Instagram account probably, I don't know, like two or three years ago at this point, I think. And it it always resonated with me and that image is still stuck in my mind because she found a bin of all of her old manuscripts when she was cleaning out her attic. And I think there were about 13 different manuscripts and she posted a picture and she was like, these are all the books that I've written that will never see the light of day. And even though she has an agent and she's, you know, well, she has this huge fan base and following and she's traditionally published, there are still books that she's written that agent or her publisher is just like nope that's not gonna sell and she's just accepted it at this point because every everything we write is practice 
And whether it does see the lighter day or not, you're still learning and you're still improving. So everything you do is one step forward to your own success. You could fail with one project, but that just means you're, you're that much closer with the next one. I love the idea that um, an author did that and sort of showed the older manuscripts that were never going to be seen because I think a lot of writers, especially who aren't published, have these kind of older manuscripts or even just story ideas or half stories written that just kind of get, have been left in the, in the story graveyard. And it, it's funny because I, I literally about two weeks ago archived several of my binders full of story notes, ideas, and a couple of manuscripts that I'd written from when I was younger. And I was getting tired of having, having them take up real estate in my room because then the stuff I'm working on now, I was constantly moving it around because it didn't have a place. Well, now it has a place, but I'm not ready to get rid of those. So I've put them in a box and you never know, maybe in like 10 years, I'll be pulling them out and showing them people, but look at all this stuff I haven't published <laughs> with all the other things I haven't published. So I really like that. And I, I, I like almost the visual of it. It's like, look, seriously, we all do it. We all don't publish everything. And we probably shouldn't yeah. because some of it's crap. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I think they, they usually say that your first novel will never ever be published. Yeah, I think that should always I know, be my goal. <laughs> I think it, it worries me whenever I speak to a writer and it's like, this is the first story I have ever written. And it's like, yeah, uh, okay, you might want to put it aside and write some more things <laughs> and then try and publish. Yeah. If that's the very first thing you've ever written, okay. I'm sure, I'm sure there are people out there who write and publish and it's absolutely incredible, but it would make me more nervous if it was like, yeah, this, I, I've only ever written this. I've not even tried any practice ones. It would make me a little bit skeptical. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, me too. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> Always. Okay, my last point is take it as a lesson. When I was younger, I did used to punish myself whenever I failed something. Um, I saw it as a personal weakness that I had to conquer. And I think that was just because you kind of learn that stuff as you're growing up. And it isn't a healthy way of dealing with it. And it did increase my fear of failure. And the problem is the more fear you have of failure, the less risk you take. And that is not good because you do need risk in your life. You know, if we didn't have risk, we wouldn't be trying to publish our work, you know, throwing these stories out into the world going, love them, please. <laughs> and I think one of the things is as children, it's very typical to be told mistakes are bad. Don't make mistakes rather than mistakes are inevitable. Please learn from them. What did you do wrong? What could you do to not have it happen again? And even now, we still see that. I still see younger family members and you're thinking, you know, they're taught things. Oh my God, I made a mistake. And it's like, it shouldn't be this earth crushing sensation of, oh my God, you made an error. Unless it is actually a life and death error, which let's be honest, most people don't make. It shouldn't be that bad. In the end, mistakes are not something you can avoid at all costs. They're going to happen and you need to accept that and be ready to deal with it. I acknowledge they are part of life and without making mistakes, without having failure, how would you know what your success is? How would you appreciate the success without those? There's always that concept, isn't there, where you look at someone successful and there's this idea that they went from start to finish and it was like, boom, success. And it's like, actually, it's like a jagged path of, you know, try, fail, try, fail, try, fail, success. That is what it is. And it's really important to think like that. You do need to take it as a lesson. 
just step back from whatever the mistake is, analyze it and see if you can learn from it, work with it, amend it slightly, or just don't do it again. Simple. But by not doing it again, we don't mean to give up. <laughs> no. Oh God, no, no. We never ever want anyone to do that. Wait, you said that so much better than what I was trying to say earlier. I was trying to say that, you, you know, you got to learn from your mistakes and you need to make mistakes in order to find your success, as you just said. I think our whole point is that, yeah, I guess we all fear failure, but you have to fail in order to succeed. Like, it, it's all a stepping stone. But I'm going to kind of revert backwards a little bit and say that your fear of failure, you can also take it as a sign that you need a break. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying to give up. I'm not saying to quit. But sometimes when a failure gets to you to the point that you freeze and you're having a hard time getting yourself out of it, take it as a sign that you need a break. Step away from whatever it is and come back to it the next day. And that will be the real test. And the other thing is too, there will come a point where you won't really get the fear of failure. It does get easier after a while. Yeah, I find that sometimes the fear can become an action where it's like, damn it, what can I do to fix this? Rather than just kind of sinking into the fear and not doing anything with it. So I think it can work that way. Just to recap this episode, some of our suggestions were think about the worst case scenario, but then think about the best case scenario. Define what success means to you. Remember that everybody fails and you are not alone in this. Take a look at other people's failures and see how they fix those issues. Take them as a lesson and take it as a sign that you might need a break and to step away. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let us know how you deal with the fear of failure in the comments or over on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. If you want to get some extra content, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get some extra content. Tune in next week for another episode of The Merry Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Stuff Bookshelves. Our TBR piles are huge. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.